Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 46th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off with COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is also the 20th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Palak Kapadia, who was most recently an intern at Droga5 until March and also recently just graduated from Miami Ad School in June. Uh, Pollock wasn't necessarily laid off due to COVID, but her internship ended and she graduated, you know, in June. So is now kind of, you know, been looking for what that next job is. And in this tricky job market, you know, maybe COVID has interfered a little bit with that, but really happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. Of course, maybe start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with this entire pandemic, where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy the last few months? Um, so I, uh, so like you mentioned, I graduated from uh, Miami at school in mid-June uh, and then my student visa was running out so I had to move back to India and uh, India wasn't doing international flights back then so I had to like come back home on one of those emergency repatriation flights and it was the whole thing. Um, but for the last couple of months I've been quarantining here in my parents' house in Mumbai um, and uh, I've been job hunting uh, and I've been updating my portfolio and I did this fun little mentorship with uh, Weidman Kennedy in New York City um, that the One Club created for uh, people who won pencils at the Young Ones this year and my partner and I happened to be two of those people so we got to do like this fun mentorship with them which is great. Yeah that's awesome I've heard a lot of people you know just tweaking your portfolios reaching out to you know places but having some of that you know Mentorship program with Wyden, I'm sure, is great, too. Yeah. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, you know, maybe what clients you've worked on in your, you know, internships or wherever you've, you know, been the last, you know, few years. Uh, sure. So I did my undergrad in uh, mass media, thinking I was going to do journalism. Um, but uh, I ended up changing my major last minute after I took a couple of copy classes and won one of those copywriting competitions that I was kind of forced to go even participate in. Um, yeah, so my senior year, I switched to advertising, uh, graduated back in 2016. Uh, after that, I was working here in India for a little bit. I was working in branded content with a social storytelling platform. And we were a very tiny team of about seven, 10 people. Um, and it was just the two of us on the content team. So like it was, I mean, we were pretty much everything. So right from like the scratch to um, the pitches to actually curating the content, it was all us worked on about 50 brands there. So that was an incredible experience. Um, after that, I quit that job and moved to France uh, for a little while to teach English abroad, which was nothing to do with advertising. It was just like a year that I took for myself. Um, and after I came back, uh, I went to Miami at school. Um, I did the first year here in Mumbai. And for the second year, I was in New York City uh, doing internships at Ogilvy, at VML YNR, and most recently at Drogapai. Um, and then I took classes for three more months to graduate, and here we are now. Great. What was your experience like interning at those agencies? Oh, it was so amazing. Um, it was very different from anything I'd ever done before because I realized very quickly that um, how advertising is in the US is quite different from how it is here. Um, and also those, even like the three agencies were very different from each other. 
um, in terms of like the work culture. So I think it was a great experience for me to kind of get a taste of everything. Yeah, what kind of clients did you work on, uh, you know, during those internships? Uh, a bunch of fun stuff, actually. I worked on IKEA, on Vaseline, at Ogilvy, um, at BML. We worked on Office Depot, uh, Altis and its sub-brands, which is Optimum and Suddenlink. And we also got to do a project for the United Nations, um, which was a lot of fun. And at Droga, I worked on uh, Chase, on IHOP. And on the Seize the Awkward campaign that they did recently, which was for uh, suicide prevention to encourage young people to check in on their friends' mental health with the state of the world right now. Yeah, all those, you know, clients and campaigns are, are great and just great experience. Like you said, you know, maybe coming from Mumbai was a little bit different, but getting to dive into, I guess, advertising in the U.S. and learning that is, is great. Now you feel like because you've done that, you're ready to, you know, you want to find a job in New York or in the US, do you want to stay international? Where do you want to end up? Uh, no, ideally I do want to work in New York because um, I mean, I absolutely fell in love with the city. I fell in love with how advertising is over there. And um, I think that's uh, at least like, you know, for the next few years or for the foreseeable future, I think that's where I see myself. So right, and that, be back. Yeah, that kind of leads me into my next question, just what you're looking for in your next role. Uh, I mean, I don't know really. I mean, I, I just want to like, you know, be in um, a place where I get to do good work, good fun work, because I kind of think of myself as a writer first, um, you know, and I just really enjoy the process of writing. So, I, I mean, yeah, the, the easy answer is that I want to win a lot of awards and I want to do like Super Bowl spots. And of course, I want to do all of that. But um, I think for me, the joy really is in the writing. So that's kind of its own reward, you know, and everything else is just cherries. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm, I mean, I'm pretty similar to that. You know, I love what I do, but of course I'll take any awards and Super Bowl spots and any of the big, yeah. big works. So definitely not alone in that, but it's good to, you know, have those aspirations because whatever agency you start at, you kind of, you know, prove yourself and work hard to get to that point, which is, I think really important in this industry to, to work hard and to show people how committed you are and how you're fine doing the smaller radio projects. But of course you want to do, you know, the, big, the bigger ones that are there. What would you say is one of your better qualities? Um, I think I am uh, very passionate about what I do. Like I, like I just mentioned, I really like writing and I really like advertising. So I kind of put a lot of my heart into all of the work that I'm doing, you know, even if it's just banners. That's okay. Um, and I would also think of myself as uh, somebody who is a meticulous person. So I would do, you know, like round 20 with as much enthusiasm as I would do round one. So I think that yes. would be some of my better qualities. Yeah, that's really important, especially breaking into the industry. If you get, you know, the project to work on some headlines or to work on some radio or work on some banners, you know, coming up with... Yeah a hundred options, picking five and then a hundred more is, is a good exercise. So yeah. or, did they teach you that at, at Miami Ad School or is that just something, you know, you do on your own? A little bit of both. I mean, we did have teachers who, uh, who um, sort of emphasized on the quantity of it and who, who figured that, I mean, 
um, who believe that you know you need to write like a hundred headlines to get to the good ones. Um, and I do agree with that, but I also feel like with experience, you kind of skip the worst twenty in your head to begin with. So you know, with time, I think maybe you can do eighty and then sixty and then just get to the good stuff faster. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a big learning curve, and you know, right? Maybe when you first start out, you come up with a hundred to find the good ones, but as you get experience, you can kind of before you even write them down, realize that they're bad and, and kind of start yeah. down to a smaller list. <laughs> what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on? Uh, um, uh, I think one, I mean, I, I don't know how to pick one favorite, but like a recent project that I worked on that I like a lot is uh, what we did uh, during the mentorship with Wyden and Kennedy, um, which is this project called Her Street. Um, where uh, it's a guerrilla campaign to sort of, uh, because I mean, so black women victims of police brutality don't usually get as much um, attention and the same activism um, most of the time. And we kind of wanted to change that. Um, so the insight that we came up with is if we could actually change the name of the street where uh, this heinous crime took place, um, every time that somebody has to say or write a street address, you have to say her name and you cannot forget what happened right there. Um, so that was a project that we worked on very recently and I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, very impactful and smart and hope to see that you know, at some point, really smart idea. And I'm glad that you were actually able to get you know, something out of the mentorship program and you know, be proud of the work yeah. that you did there. Absolutely, yeah. What will agencies, and you, you kind of discussed it, but what would agencies be getting if they did hire you? Um, I, I think I would bring like a fresh perspective to the table, a more international, global kind of a perspective. Um, I think I do really believe in pushing ideas till we can arrive at something that um, we really are proud of doing. Um, so that's something. Uh, I also, I, I am and I like working in places that champion diversity and inclusion. So I think one big thing that I would bring to the table is probably being that person who raises their hand in the room every time some, we're contemplating doing something a little problematic and saying that no, we shouldn't be doing this because I feel like that's important too, right? Like we all want to do good work, but I feel like not enough of us are stopping the bad work from coming out. Like very recently, even in India, we had uh, this one song in Bollywood come out that's so horribly problematic and racist um, and it makes me wonder that how did it go through so many rounds of approval like how, why did nobody point out that we shouldn't be saying this um, you know and I would want to be the person in that room who does that yeah I think it's really important we see it all the time of like something that goes out and you're just like who saw this who approved this how is this ever possible yeah. but being, exactly. being comfortable enough in your own skin to raise your hand and explain why it you know, maybe offensive or why it doesn't make sense is very important. And a lot of people kind of get silent because their superiors are working on an idea. They don't want to ruin it, but it's important to step up, especially in this climate. You can't have work going out there that, you know, will upset people. And you have to, you know, we're all responsible to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Want to talk a little bit about, I saw on your website, you write some poetry. Want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, I mean, that's just something I do for fun. Um, and uh, I honestly have not been doing a lot of it recently uh, because in like this past one year, I've been writing so much for work that when I have downtime, I 
really don't want to write anymore. Um, but I'm hoping to get back to that, you know. Um, but that's, I mean, that's also something that I've kind of been struggling with these last couple of months because um, I rely a lot on like the world around me for inspiration. Like I like going to museums. I I like listening to like you know concerts and just to feel inspired to to create. But uh, because we've all been boxed in for so long, it's becoming harder to create with like you know just like keep churning out stuff without any kind of input. Um, so I'm hoping that changes soon. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You know, writing like that outside of work is, you know, comes a lot from inspiration, what you see around you and what you interact with. And in this weird environment where, like you said, we yeah. can't go and watch new movies. We can't go to the museums. You know, finding that inspiration is, is a little tricky. What about your shower thoughts? Um, <laughs> so that, that is that those are like some of my musings and poems that uh, I have written also on my website you see I've done like this blackout poetry project where um, I essentially ask people on Instagram to send me things that uh, that that I mean the thought was that there's just so much hate in the world and I feel like art can help um, fix that a little bit uh, so I just ask people to send in things that didn't make them happy, whether it was like a political speech, whether it was something somebody said to them. I, I had somebody send me like a horoscope, which predicted that they were going to have a bad day. Um, and I kind of use blackout poetry to like delete the bad stuff and have like a nice little inspiring, hopeful uh, message for them. So yeah, I love what do you like doing outside of work? You said you've been writing a lot. So when you're not writing, what do you like to do? <laughs> Um, like I mentioned, I like going out. Like, I, I really like to travel because I like uh, discovering new cities. Again, haven't been doing a lot of that in 2020. Um, but, you know, I just like aimlessly like walking around in cities, hoping to find like, you know, like cute cafes to sit in and uh, hoping to have like a nice conversation with someone on the subway. Um, I like going to museums. I like music. I like movies, regular stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nice. No, that's all great. I think it's important to know what, what people enjoy to do outside of work because, you know, if someone hires you, they want to know how committed you are to work, but also, you know, what you do outside and how they can, you know, relate and have commonalities to, to enjoy working with you. So I think that's really important. And I think everyone, you know, I agree, loves, you know, music, and concerts and, you know, going to museums. So all really important things that also just us think differently. Why why do you love sunrise versus sunsets? Saw that on your portfolio oh, too. That's, <laughs> yeah, I, I just prefer like beginnings to endings, right? Like everybody's chasing that happily ever after, but the once upon a time is so much more fun and it has so much more possibility. Um, and I like that a lot. So Yeah, really <laughs> love that answer. I think the last question for me is if you have a dream client or, or agency that you do want to give a little shout out to. I have a bunch of them, really. Uh, one of my dream clients to work on is New York Times. Um, it's, I'm actually a little upset that I didn't get a chance to work uh, with them when I was at Joga because I've been wanting to do that for so long. But maybe hopefully someday I'll go back um, and work for the New York Times. Uh, uh, I also, I mean, I think more than agencies, there's like people that I would really like to work with um like felix the cco at yoga he is one of the smartest people i've ever met like i'm just in awe of his brain and how he thinks um 
so I'd love to work with him. Um, Carl Lieberman, who is the ECD at Wyden Kennedy, uh, huge fan of his work. I thank you, mom. I think is one of my most favorite campaigns of all time. Um, I recently had uh, the opportunity to talk to Jill, who is the CCO at Wonderman Thompson, and she's an amazing person. Um, so I'd love to work with her as well. Who else? Uh, Terry and Sandy has been doing some fun work, and I love like women-owned everything. So I think that would be one of my dream agencies to work at. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it off the top of my head. No, amazing! All great. Great option. We can't go wrong with any of those. So hopefully one of them will listen to this and, and reach out. And then yeah, I think I hope so too. Please. <laughs> Yeah, that thanks so much for being willing to put yourself out there and do something like this. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. This was so great. Thank you for making the time. Really of course. It. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, I think my portfolio would be best. It's uh, com, and you'll find my email, my LinkedIn, and all of that over there. Check out some of my work. So I think that'd be the best option. Great. Well, you know, good luck. Thanks so much. And that's a wrap for the 46th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who wants to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. And you can now check out, you know, the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry and also go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search these episodes under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks so much.